hope, hope everyone's doing all right today. Um, it's currently around 3.30 in the morning um, when I'm recording this. Uh, uh, so I was actually editing something, and I would, I've, something's been on my mind all day, and it was, it's been bothering me. I've been wanting to record a video about it, actually record myself on camera and go in-depth about this topic, the situation that bothered me, and... Um, I'm just not quite at the at the, in a position where I can properly uh, film or or you know do stuff like that do recordings the way I want to do it. <clears throat> um, my microphones are actually packed. I, I actually don't know where they all are, so I'm just having to record off my phone like usual. Anyway, um, I was in the store. I was in the store and. I got a text message on my personal phone about some rights. Um, and the way that it was worded is what bothered me. And <clears throat> it's hard to talk about a subject without it seeming political. And that's one reason why I kind of actually didn't want to record this. Because just like what, uh, you know, what Daniel Radcliffe said, it's like... I don't want to be another, there's so many opinions out there. I don't want to be like thrown in a, in a pool or a group of people who have an opinion about something, you know, it's like <clears throat> a word, words can mean, words can move mountains. Words are, are, are powerful. And we have so many people that fight each other and debate and it's their opinions are being thrown around so much that it devalues the meaning of people's opinion and what they can do and how they can actually change the world and that's why whenever certain subjects pop up i just never even think about it i try not to talk about it because it's just no matter how no matter how you word it no matter how much of a point you try to make it's just an argument and the potential evolution or growth that it can have on a person's mind or their spirit just doesn't exist anymore because everyone wants to argue <clears throat> and defend their way of everything and so it just gets to be a drag so you know I don't I don't want to talk and just seem so political about it so you know but um but what I want to say is that there is powerful spiritual warfare going on. And it's something that a lot of people don't understand. It's something that's so complex that you have to be at a certain level mentally. You have to be at a certain level uh, just in your being, just in your experiences in this life to really comprehend the truth about it. Um... Um, I can't really say uh, too much right now, but what I can say is that, is that, is that, um, there are, there's an infinite number of possibilities of futures that can happen for us, not just as a collective, but also as individuals also, but, um, more so as a collective, but, uh, Right now, we are entering an age of the world that is so powerful 
that it seems as though even the laws of physics are changing. Not not physics, the laws of just life, of human behavior is just changing. And it gets to a point where it's like, depending on how you feel, depending on how you think, what you do, it it has a deeper impact on the human experience. And what a lot of people don't understand about the whole idea of being woke, quote unquote woke or whatever, you know, the original kind of the original term of where that came from. <clears throat> Sorry, being um, awakened to the truth and things like that. The thing is, when you enter a new level of the mind or something, you have access to creating better things for yourself and your life. But you're also more wise. You're better at experiencing better things in life. You're better. You're, it's easier to experience life from a more beautiful perspective, a more beautiful point of view. Uh, you can see the deeper meaning in things. You can experience life within the moment. You don't have to think too much about the future, about all the bad stuff. and the, You know, you can just focus on what needs to be. Sorry, you just focus on what needs to be focused on and things like that. But um, but also with that, there comes risk. There comes not just the empowerment, but also the darker side of what it means to enter these new levels of the mind. <clears throat> In society, we so we think that human evolution doesn't exist anymore, but it actually does. Uh, not not just physically, but also mentally and in other areas of the human experience. And as we go through evolution, when we're given certain um, spaces or whatever, just how can I properly word this? Um, as we're going through evolution, there's more that needs to be done to maintain where it is that we're going. Whether you're aware of it or not, it's still happening. And there are there are sides of people who are aware and sides of people that aren't that <clears throat> I'm sorry, there are sides that are aware of this and they'll take advantage of people who, who don't know. And there are people who are aware of this and help people who don't know. And um that goes into a whole nother thing, but the thing is, now that we are evolving as humans, now that we're not in like the caveman days or in the plague days or, you know, nothing like that, we are, the way our minds work, the way our emotions work, the way we experience life is different now. And because we are given that different space, that means that our mind is going to say, okay, I can start to unlock this part of the brain because the world is open enough to allow it to happen. So now the brain opens up this part of the mind. Now we get into seemingly uncharted territory. And when we get into that seemingly uncharted territory, then that's when we start getting into the whole uh, spiritualness of the thing of life. That's when people start, um, start, talking about all the spiritual stuff and 
um, you know, you start getting involved in psychics and certain conspiracy theories. And that's where spiritual warfare is also uh, mostly based in is the battlefield of human mental evolution or spiritual evolution. Now, um, the sides of, of, of it is a very complicated topic to talk about, but, um, I felt that attack when I got that text message today and I just felt like, Hey, I need to get this out. I don't know who's going to hear it. So if hopefully someone hears it and yeah. So when I got this text message, I could feel it. And I'm like, they're really, they're really doing this. They're really going this far. So also when you enter new levels of the psychological mind, there's more that needs to be maintained. There's more that needs to happen to maintain that level. And we're not taught how to do that. We're not taught that we are allowed to be ourselves. We're allowed to be honest. We are allowed to feel our pain now. We are actually allowed to go to therapy. Like, we can actually do it now. Instead of just saying... Oh, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on with me or therapies for crazy people. We can always we can say, hey, I need help now. We can go get help. We can focus on our mental uh, mental health, I guess, you know. Um, yeah, positive mental health. Uh, we are more aware of spiritual health now so we can work on that. Uh, we can actually open up and talk about it and get to know it and actually understand how awakening parts of the brain actually alters brain chemistry. And we're actually able to see how it affects brain chemistry through uh, how human behavior is. And as human behavior is starting to evolve, you have the opposites, them, they, they know this they see this they are aware of this they are aware of what is going on and they throw stuff at you they throw stuff in the media they side with people with the 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 collective and they know how to pick the brain of the collective they it's like a zetsu effect um to give you an understanding of what that is a zetsu effect there was an anime there was an anime and in the story uh this guy uh, grew up in war and eventually him and his buddy you know they were they went to war because they were at different sides of each other but then they decided to come together and let their their clans their you know their families come together and make peace with the world and stop the war so they formed they made um a new government and they came together and were like, we're going to divide the lands up. We're going to have our different leaders of each land. And, you know, we're going to be we're going to do our thing. And we're going to stop the wars. We're going to be at peace. Well, one of the brothers, one of the dudes was like, hey, or well, yeah, one of the, the friends was like, hey, um, what's going to happen when war starts back up? These other groups, when people start fighting and the other brother, the other guy was like friend, he was like. Uh, you know what, we're going to defend our family no matter what, you know, we're going to, we got this, we're going to maintain this. And so the guy was like, if you do that, you're just going to restart the whole cycle. So, so 
he didn't have faith that it was going to work out this new government system. So, you know, the guy, the friend, the guy, he decides to just branch off from the from the government law that his, you know, his new buddy um, that, that he had a truce with, you know, what they decided to do. So one of the, the guys decided to leave and um, <clears throat> he ended up having this huge plan about how to actually help people in the world. And it was like a mastermind planned, uh, mastermind plan. By the end of the series, he became one of the most strongest, most powerful people in the whole series. He just, he was so smart. He was so strong. He was so powerful. He was so ambitious and he went beyond to just become, to just achieve his goal and, it was amazing. It was great how much determination he put into it, how much self-sacrifice. And um, by the end of it, he was like he had his group. He had uh, followers that didn't even know that he was actually the leader. And, you know, he was a mastermind to where he set up seeds to where future generations would actually follow in his footsteps. Even after he would pass away, he had his ducks in a row so good that even when he passed, he had followers that were still following his will, even though he wasn't even around anymore to, to give them orders. Like, he was that smart. By the end of it all, he did come back, and he was, you know, he did come back by the end of it. But then he found out that once he finally got away with his plan, one of his followers actually manipulated him the whole time and it was the weakest of his followers and the weakest of his followers betrayed this guy and he this guy was the most powerful was the smartest and he was tricked by the weakest person ever and ended up losing at the end the reason why i call the situation the zetsu effect is because this Zetsu guy was obviously the weakest, you know, but he was also so sneaky that he was able to control and sow seeds so deep within different people, within people who thought they were in control. His plan was so far ahead that not even the leaders could actually comprehend what they were getting involved with. And all of these in the different people in the group thought that they were all homies and that they all had a similar goal. And not they didn't know that that secretly one of their homies, one of their friends was actually using them for a bigger agenda. He was just pretending to be on their side just to achieve something that they themselves couldn't even comprehend. They didn't know what they were truly getting involved with. And the reason why I bring that up is because when it comes to spiritual warfare, that is what the other side is doing. Now, when I say the other side, uh, some of you will know who I mean. Uh, when I say them, you guys know who I mean. But, um... Um, them, they are like, uh, those, the other side, they're like, uh, they're basically like the Zetsu and 
a lot of these people, a lot of these movements, a lot of these people in society, people in social media, they don't realize that there's a bigger issue going on and they're just a pawn. They're just a part of a bigger plan that they can't even comprehend what is that's going on. I feel it is important to bring that up because I don't think a lot of people will bring it up. But I feel like it's important to say something, come out and say something about it. But um, anyway, hopefully that, that story did make sense. But yeah, anyway, so to try and get back more on topic of what I'm trying to accomplish, what I'm trying to say, the message I'm trying to get across is when you start getting involved with the bigger war or bigger form of spiritual warfare, there's not a conflict, but just enjoy life while you are here. Enjoy it as best as you can. So many people, they want to be awakened. They want to be spiritually enlightened about everything. And that is fine. We are actually living in a spiritual age. And we are more in tune with the universe. And when I say in tune with the universe, I mean we are more in tune with the intimate essence of life itself. We have to understand that we as humans are not the first to be alive. Other things have existed before us. Whether you want to believe they're on other planets or not, I don't know. From what we've seen, you know, obviously there's something, but whether or not you want to believe that there is life that existed before us. And life has a form of consciousness. Life has... A formula, a geometrical pattern. Life is alive. Life itself has a type of awareness and a chemistry behind it. And the thing is, us as living beings, as organic creatures, we all share some kind of blueprint, some kind of perspective of what this complex entity of life actually is. This complex entity of existence and what it is. From creatures like dogs or uh, humans and, you know, cats. It's like, why is it that we have legs? Why do we all have limbs? Like, why, why in, even with insects, why do insects have limbs? We all have uh, a body. We all have legs. We all have um, some kind of a heartbeat or whatever. Uh, some kind of a skin, an ear. Like, we all have something similar no matter how different of a species we are you know from a scorpion to a bug uh even fish you know eyes like there's something that we all share and um there is something that exists non-physically that had to create or make the blueprints of every different form of living being in existence from a bacteria to people. Um, even when you start dissecting how the world works, how science works, how atoms and molecules and all that work, then you begin to understand how 
uh, certain chemical patterns um, mimic human behavior. Not just that, but even the way the universe works mimics human behavior. Same as the elements. The water is like a spiritual sense and fire is like... It's like to make fire, there has to be invisible chemicals. Just like how there has to be invisible chemicals within us. And fire is created from a spark. Just how the world was created from a spark. And just how when we have an idea and we want to create something in the world, there is a spark. And fire physically affects the world in some way. Just how our inner will affects the world in some way physically. Uh, whether we create a cup, we create a design, we draw something. It comes from a fire within us, a will. Um, earth, rocks, they're like a physical body that we have. And air is like the wind. It just goes. Um, for those of you who can relate to that, but also to not be so complex and get more simple about it. Um, I talk a lot about light and darkness. And even with black holes, when we feel like a piece of us is dark and missing it's like a hole inside of us it's like a black hole in space a black hole can actually suck in light itself and trap light and thinking about that as a person whenever we uh, go through something traumatic or serious then it actually kind of engulfs our light in enshrouded in, in in darkness. This darkness shrouds our light and protects it. And that protection becomes our darkness. It becomes a form of um, the self-defense, a form of trying to protect, of anger, of sadness, of pain, of uh, something like that. Uh, sometimes we'll even feel... Um, We'll have bad feelings to protect us from feeling good feelings so that way we won't feel hurt again. And it's a weird cycle, but it's just like that. Black holes in space represent holes within our emotional being. So, yeah, positive ion, positive and negative neutrons and you know things like that it's just what i'm trying to say is that you can look at nature and you can look at life and you can see how it all connects you can it's like you can look at a rock and you can feel the blossoming of a flower by looking in at a rock you know you can look at the sky and just say oh snap we are in here. We, I'm alive. Like, oh, I'm observing this right now. I am seeing this. I am seeing the sunset. Um, there is a lot of death to life is, I guess, what, is what I'm trying to say. A lot. And there is something that connects all of us. Um... And and the intimacy of what that is 
is more potent, I would say, or is it's being under it's being attacked. It's under attack. Um the other side, them the um the other side, they are attacking that part of us, that intimate part of us. And the thing is the fact that we are entering more of a spiritual age, we are entering a war, a more of a awareness point of of um of the world. Every world, every generation had something. We had our cowboy generation. We had our Victorian era. We had, you know, the war, the wars. We had um. We just had different levels of just, you know, we had our disco, our seventies, our eighties, you know. Our fifties, so we 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 had so many different evolutions of human consciousness and how things worked, and in this point, we are entering a a part spiritually of 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 human history that is just so big that it's like, how do we handle this? You know. Anyway, um, to get more of a faster pace of things, um. The intimacy of life that is within all of us is being attacked. It is, is been attacked for many, many years. And some of us have made peace with that attack. Uh, many of us have rebelled and have fought against it, only to be met with repercussions that were so complex that we were they were seen as villains. They were seen as rebels that were seen as bad a lot of people don't quite understand how to discern when these attacks hit there's so much political stuff going on and the thing is social media human behavior politics They're all coming together, which is very dangerous. It is very dangerous because you literally have the government now with everything that they've done, with everything that's happened in history, with all the stuff that they've gotten involved, that they've gotten away with. And they are in social media now to the point where people feel like they can go on social media throw out their opinion and then just the 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 government will be like oh people feel this way about the world people feel that way about the world and they can just mimic the behaviors of the average person to the fact that people feel like they actually have control over politics and political behavior I look at social media and look at how people in social media act, how they post their messages, where their mindset is and how, just how they think, what they throw out there. And then when I start seeing that same behavior leaking into politics, then that's when it's like, oh, OK, that's that's not cool. That's dangerous because politicians are mimicking human behavior now. And that's a opening to the Zetsu effect, as in now they think that there's a kinship between people's personal opinions told through social media and the execution of pol of politics in the country in the world and that gives an illusion or 
that gives people, I'm not going to say illusion, that gives people a feeling within themselves that they are actually meaning, that they're actually doing something, that they're actually making a change. And that is very dangerous because now politics just have to say, oh, we're siding with collective human behavior. And that creates a form of mental kinship. And now that you think you're on their east side or you think that you're on each other's side, then you have Zetsu, who is, guess what, beyond both sides. Working on a bigger agenda that is so f far out there that um, people can't even comprehend what's going on. And I say that because a lot of people think that it's a coincidence that these things happened in 2020. That these things happened with, with all these controversies. That these riots happened. That black people were being attacked all of a sudden. And then Asian people were all of a sudden getting attacked. And then the whole maiden, uh, the, the hornets, the bees, or whatever, that were killing people came out. And then race wars happened. And then president stuff. And then right after that, it was abortion stuff. And then it's like, okay, gas stuff. And then war stuff. And it's like, you guys... People don't understand. They think it is not a coincidence that all of a sudden these things have, are happening back to back to back to back. And that's something that people have to understand. You have to get out of that loop because that loop is them trying to control what future you fall under. Us as a collective, us as individuals have the ability to manifest, to create, to forge our own futures, to forge how human society evolves, how our experiences on this planet evolves. They know that. They know that and they are taking advantage. They're taking advantage of you. They're taking advantage of all of us. And by doing that, they are making us focus on more negative things. And I say all of this because well, earlier when I talked about entering new forms of, of, of the mind, we are entering a more intimate, we are entering the more intimate side of life, which means we're entering uh, a manifestation stage where it's easier to create the life that we want now. It's easier to think of something and have a dream to manifest to create physically create something that is in our dreams that is in our mind and depending on how we feel is what the future is going to drag us towards what is going to create the dominance of our future it's not a coincidence that our emotions are being so attacked why our positive and negative are being attacked we are getting hit with so many negative things right now because it's so easy for us to manifest that the more negativity is thrown at us, the more negativity is going to be re-manifested out into the world. Therefore, the more bad things are going to continue to happen and it evolves from there and it keeps going and it keeps getting worse. And eventually, you know, it just keeps getting worse. I'm not going to say where that leads to. 
But you have to get out of that cycle right now because the fact that I got a text message about about you know something that was going on with the law and the fact that it was worded in such a way that pinned men and women against each other the way that that text message said what it said and the way it worded it it was like what why why is why are these random things being thrown in at me, being thrown in this message. And why is the illusion of male and female being tossed in there for some seasoning, you know, to just spice it up a bit. And I was like, no, nah, that's not cool. That's not right. And, you know, I'm like, I need to do some. I need to somehow contribute. I need to somehow do something or say something because... A lot of people that I know got this stupid shot. They got this shot. And a lot of people that I knew that were spiritual stopped being spiritual all of a sudden after that shot hit them. They started looking different. They started acting different. Their behavior changed. They're so absent-minded all of a sudden. They're they're emotionally disconnect, more disconnected, but yet they show more signs of anger. And I'm like, I see it in my relatives in my friends. And I'm like, are you okay? Why do you, you look different? There's something odd about you. There's something weird. You're, there's an absence there. And I'm just like, I know I'm not crazy. And eventually I found out that, you know, these people that were exhibiting these different behaviors got the shot so i realized okay i'm not crazy and i'm just like oh no that's not you know what what did what how well you know what exactly was going on and this was very early on and um anyway um i i say that because a lot of people that i knew that were involved with spiritual stuff and wanting to, you know, get involved in helping people spiritually, they all, a lot of them all of a sudden just stopped having the passion to do it. And I'm just like, is it something in the air? Is it a coincidence? I don't know. But that's just the only pattern that I've noticed that I've seen. And uh, we've been attacked on so many levels and people don't see don't, the people don't see it. People don't see the ignorance that is thrown out there in the world is sometimes the heroes actually trying to save the world. They're trying to save parts of the human experience that a lot of people don't see, that a lot of people can't comprehend or don't know about. There was a movie, a South Park movie, and, you know, at the end of it, they were saying like, yo, what happened, happened. You can't change it. You can't be mad at people and make people's lives miserable. You can't force them to do things that you want them to do. You have to, you have a choice to choose to care about, e about each other. To, to choose to care about people no matter what difference of opinion they have. No matter what they do 
that you don't you don't fully understand you know it's just you can choose to still care about people and love people and that's just a beautiful message that I picked up we can we can all still make better decisions to help each other out to love each other to care about each other no matter what difference of opinion you have to someone else and it's something that we all need to learn cuz i've this is something that we all need to learn um there are things going on battles being fought wars that we don't know about that other people are fighting internally and externally within themselves and for other people and we judge each other so harshly about it and sometimes it's human nature that that happens sometimes as you start to evolve and go to the next level there are people in the world who represent parts of ourselves that need to be worked on and the thing is, these people are going to be attracted to us. They're going to do their thing. They're going to say their thing. And it's just like, sometimes when people are on the journey of being empowered, they're going to face those obstacles. They're going to face the hardest obstacles in life as they start to become more and more powerful. to enter a new chapter of what I'm trying to say. The more powerful we become, sometimes we get more lonely. Sometimes we get more isolated. We get more lost. We get more hurt. There's more pain. Intimacy of life is it's trying to come out in us life itself this planet it life is evolving in such a way that is more intimate and more understanding and more awakening more not awakened um self awake self awareness more self aware we are products of what life is we are products of how life is evolving us as being a more of a, of males us as being females we are representations of different forces of life the force of the female divine and the force of a male divine of the more spiritual universal energetic energetic forces that create a balance um, both male and female, they experience different sides of life uh, mentally. And the thing is, the pain that we feel as male, the pain that we feel as the female, what we go through is not just us. It's not just what it is we're going through, what it is we are feeling. It is also more of what life itself is feeling what life itself is lacking what parts of life hurt and a male and a female can both experience life from different points of views in certain areas dominantly and say hey i represent this hey 
I represent that. I represent this other thing. And when you want to let that out and you can feel the hurt, when you can feel that pain of just being who you are, being what you are on this world, on this planet, that is your perspective of life. And that, and the pain that you feel that is attracted to you because you are that way is just how life itself as a whole is being treated by the collective consciousness of all of us on this planet. Is that really hard to get that out? <laughs> as a female, the things that the things that women can do, the things that men can do, anything in this world, anything you can think of, any force that has the ability to do something, has the ability to also produce the exact opposite. It can create the opposite. If you are someone who comes into someone's life and you completely destroy their mind, you destroy their spirit, you destroy their emotions what you don't realize is you actually have the power to heal someone's mind to heal their emotions to heal their spirit to heal their ability to love we are unaware of this power we are unaware of the power that we have been given and the and yeah the world is trying to suppress it i remember the quick side note i was in a restaurant yes a few weeks ago about a week ago and i was listening to the radio and a song came on and the song singer was like you know we forgot our power as human beings we forgot our power of love we forgot how to be humans and he was his lyrics were so beautiful they were so straightforward they were so encouraging and powerful and a little ways into the song about not even halfway about a quarter of the way to the song or whatever it all of a sudden cut off and it went right back to like a regular pop song or our pop station. And I was like, wait a minute, did they do that on purpose? I've never heard that before where they actually cut a song out when it's been playing for a while, you know? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe they were losing ratings or something. I don't know. But the way I took it at the time or how I'm taking, how I took it is just that there was actually something positive that was being thrown out there, you know, out there. And it was, it was taken away, it was, you know, wiped out, like it never, like it wasn't there, you know, and, um, yeah, so, you know, there is a lot of suppression when it comes to laws of positivity, the thing about being a, um, this land, this, uh, you can say that the world was created or formed in such a way that, Everything that makes life great and beautiful. Oh, I was talking about um, everything that um, can make life great and beautiful is being seen as it doesn't matter. It's being seen as, hey, whatever. It's not important. There's so many women out there who who are like, hey, we need to fight for equality. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I just want to say because I feel like I need, I need to say that, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but this is what I'm saying: is if this society, if this world was formed in such a way to where to excel at it, you have to be a certain 
male whatever, then why is it that women are fighting so hard to be seen as equal in a men's world? And they're, it's, why are they not, it, I think it would be, it, sh, it shouldn't be that way because there are so many amazing things that women can do and they can bring to the table, they can offer this humanity, what they can do is just amazing. But the thing is, this world has been programmed in such a way that to be a female, you're wrong. To be a female, you are not seen as equal. Um, if male perspective dominates how this world is structured, then trying to be, trying to excel in a male's world completely neglects how this world needs feminine healing. Some people are aware of that, and I have met many people, a few people who have been aware of that, especially, you know, and, and they're like, yeah, this world could use some feminine help and love and everything. But the thing is, we're also told as a society not to value what women do have to offer. We're also being told not to appreciate women who do offer that thing. <sighs> enter the third a deeper chapter this intimacy of life and how it is expressed through male and female of uh, it's uh, it's uh, told from a certain perspective mental perspective of life itself and just the universe and existence I won't even say the universe I'll just say existence because I I like I want this to be transparent conversation. By saying the word universe, then that's a word that people that's so saturated and used so much that people are like, oh, the universe. It's like nah. It's you got to be more transparent, and so that way you can actually feel the conversation and not grasp to familiar wording or words that you know you hear every day. Um, it is important to be transparent, to feel transparency. Um, what we, we have lost, we are losing the ability to appreciate what, I have no idea how to word this at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. But we, I don't want to say we've lost our ability to appreciate, but we've lost sight. We've, we've lost our ability to see why certain things are important. We look at past generations and we're like, oh, they're, that's the old way of thinking about things. We're revolving now. It's like, no, 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 hold on. You have to actually learn from it. You have to understand that just because life changes, that doesn't mean that old lessons are forgotten that doesn't mean that old that they are out of they're outdated 
the thing about the world is the world has always had some kind of structure to it throughout all of these generations throughout all of life life has always had such amazing structures but the thing is there was no spirituality there was no spiritual understanding as to why these things were put in place why these things were actually put in motion and how they actually were able to help the world or help society now we are in a state of awareness where we can look back into the past and look back into history and say oh i understand why human consciousness was like this why the collective thought like this why things that we think are sexist or oppressive now are what we think are sexist what we thought were what we think now was sexist or oppressive back in the day we can look at it in a new lens now and say wait a minute the way that society was structured back in the day i can see what areas it actually was beneficial to certain races or certain people and i can actually see how it helped them evolve in certain areas i can actually see why they endured what they went through back then it was actually a form of strength that they had it was because the world didn't understand what was actually going on or it was because the world did understand what was going on but it was just slowly lost over time and we see it as oppressive and really it was like oh that was actually there on purpose like and I don't like I don't like giving examples because people like to clench on to that example and tear that apart and think that the whole con result thing is over. But I'll give an example anyway, because I just I feel like it. One example I'll say, um, take it however you want to. It's just try to feel the point of it, not the actual literal literal thing I'm trying to say. So many people nowadays yeah, we deserve to marry whoever we want to be with whoever we want to and all that. At the same time, um, we don't even have the courage to tell people that we love each other. We don't have the courage to look at someone and say, hey, I love you. I have feelings for you. I want to go out with you. And even if we do have the courage or if we want to, then, you know, it's scary nowadays because people get so offended and people are like, oh, this person thinks that they own me and they can say whatever they want to. And it's like, okay, I'm scared now because if I like this person, if I ask them out, am I being oppressive? Am I being toxic? I need to look at myself now and edit myself to make sure I say the right thing or do the right thing. Instead of just being confident and letting your heart out, just going up to this person and showing them your true color, showing them how you are. You can't do that now. You have to be very careful be very cautious or otherwise you can get a reputation and it's scary. You know, it's very scary. But people just need to learn how to let people love, let people openly express how they feel about you. Be let people be honest and stop judging people for it. Stop saying, I want someone to be honest. And then when they're honest, saying, why can't I find a good person? It's like. You said you wanted honesty, and if someone's not honest, later on they show their true colors, and you're like, I can't believe they switched up on me like this. They lied to me from the very beginning. It's like, well, whenever people are honest, you can't handle them. And then 
when you're honest, you expect people to react perfectly to you. You know, it's anyway, anyway, okay, just um, before I get off topic, uh, basically, we're just losing our ability to just openly let people express themselves and be who they want to be. Um, right before I lose my train of thought and forget what I was saying, um, yeah, so, you know, just let people just be open and everything. But the main, um, example I want to use was basically, um, like back in the day, like back in the past, you know, we had things that were put in line and now we're saying, oh, I want to date somebody. I want to be with somebody. Well, back in the day <coughs> you had fixed marriages or, or not, or whatever, you know, you could be like, oh, this person, this person is lined up to marry that person. You guys know your roles and what you want to do for each other. If not, just prepare for it. And there you go. Like spouses were approved to each other. They were provided for each other. Now we have to figure it out on our, on our own. But it's like people were saying that um, people are so heartbroken nowadays. People don't know how to treat each other. Men don't know how to treat women. Women don't really know how to treat men. We just don't know how to treat each other. But back in the past, other than the horror stories, other than the bad stories, there were good stories too about doing that, about having fixed marriages. And it was because you were never alone. You had a lover. You had someone appointed to where you could help complete each other in certain ways. And at the same time, you knew what your role was for your partner and you could help your partner excel in areas that they needed to because you knew exactly what you needed to do there were there was a guide there was a guidance there was an invisible structure of law that the world had back in the day there were values that people had back in the day and those were the values i'm saying now don't exist anymore that people they just don't care about they've lost their sense of intimacy with life they've they've lost what that means they've lost what it means to have respect for people to care about people to love people to not judge them to accept them on their journey we've just lost our ability to do that and saying i don't care is not the same as saying of, of putting love in the world just because you're not doing anything bad does not mean you're not doing a good thing either. Because I've met people who are like that, who are just like, I'm not going to do anything about it. And it's like, okay, well, if you're not moving forward, then that means you are more susceptible to moving backwards. If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Therefore... If you are not fighting, then you are standing there waiting to be fallen. But these last six minutes, these last five minutes, I was saying earlier, you know, you just, you have to come, you have to move forward. You have to do something. You have to go in some direction. You have to produce something. Just do it. Just go for it. Earlier, I was saying that um, when you have the ability to destroy somebody in such a way, you also have the ability to heal them in that exact way. 
like if you are a person of structure, you have the ability to create beautiful structure in someone's life. You also have the ability to destroy how they view reality. You can destroy or distort the, the their ability to have any kind of boundaries if you are not aware or careful of your power or what you're capable of. If you are a person filled with spirituality and life, you don't realize you can also destroy a person's life. You can destroy how they view life, how they feel the intimacy of life. If you are not careful with your power or aware of your power, you could say, I want to love this person and I want to show them the best. And you could end up destroying the very thing that you tried to save them from or the very thing that you tried to evolve in them. You could end up destroying even further. If you are someone who is of the mind, who is very intelligent and very smart, you can find another person. You can make them feel smart. You can make, help them find the intelligence within themselves, but you can also make them feel stupid as an easier example. So just be aware that if you can damage a person, you can heal them. If you can break someone's heart, you can heal a heart. Also be aware that rules and regulations in society back in the past were there for a reason. They were there to help. They were there to help escalate parts of the mind of each other that kept them balanced. And the thing is now in today's society, we dissect life so much that we do not have a balanced structure anymore. And because we don't have that balanced structure, we're falling more into depression. We are more falling more into the unknown, into more uncharted territories that we are not used to as a collective consciousness. But there have been societies, the uh, groups of people, especially more spiritual groups of people who have already gone through what most people in society are going through now. All of this bipolar, these depressions, these mental things that people are going through disabilities people who were in the spiritual community higher authentic spiritual people literally have been going through this for a long time but now a lot more people are experiencing what a lot of people went through in silence and now we have the ability to say hey we are of an older generation as i was saying and because we've been through this and we're veterans, we have the ability to help guide people into understanding, into being more aware of what it is they are feeling. And when they have a better understanding of what it is they're feeling, we can help them not be so broken. We can help them not be so depressed, not be so sad and thinking that they're bipolar when it's just there's so many parts of themselves that need help or that need outlets to be expressed, to be love, to be filled with passion. They need a reason to push forward. They need a reason to keep going because as I said earlier, coming to a full circle, we are more in tune with the intimacy of life. That is what being woke is actually about. That is the true original meaning of being woke is to being being aware, being open that the world itself, the intimacy of life is being opened up in such complex ways into the human mind and the human experience that we as people need help 
maintaining what that means. We need more outlets to help us. To help us let that energy flow. To let that energy produce in this lifetime. And as we can help each other get to that point, we can get into better futures, better timelines. Because right now, they're keeping you oppressed. They're keeping you depressed. They're keeping you weakened. They're keeping you so low. They're telling you what you need to feel. They're telling you how to feel, what you need to do. Every time human consciousness enters a new level of awakening, guess what? Guess who's there? The Zetsus. Guess who's... <laughs> I won't say Zetsus, but guess who's there? Media. There's always some oppressive force that's there to tell you what you are feeling and what you need to do to fix it. Instead of telling you how to understand it. And, um, yeah, we're losing it. We're, we're, we're losing our ability to just, you know, our self-reliance. It's, it's a rough battle. It's a very rough battle that we're facing. But the other side is they know what's going on. And every time something big happens, like I said, Look at the full moon pattern. Whenever there's a moon, a new moon, an eclipse or something, look at the media. Like, just pay attention. When a big moon hits or a big spiritual event happens in a spiritual community with the stars or whatever, just see if you notice. See if you can notice the uh, what news is being thrown out there around that time. Maybe you can pick up what I'm trying to say. But yeah, you got to get those negative energies out of you. You got to get those negative feelings and emotions out of your head, out of your life. Focus on bettering yourself and where you want to go, where you want to be. Because we live in a world now where it can happen. In the snap of a finger. I've literally, I've met, there. there's literally a, a four-year-old kid who was making a million, multiple million dollars. Looking at toys right, for his parents. He's making millions of dollars for his parents. I knew a kid who was like 16 who got bored one day and won like, I think it was $42,000. Somehow he went it within like a week because that thing, I know he did something with stocks. I don't know, but he was smart enough to do it because he was bored and his parents told him to get a job and he didn't want to. <laughs> it's like, well, um, And again, um, I saw a post today and it makes perfect sense. There are people out there who work and sleep and somehow they're still poor and they're always tired. Like you have to really pay attention to what you are throwing in your life. What energies are you throwing in your life? What parts of life are you throwing in your energy field? Are you throwing in your in your cycle, what are you feeding your mind? Because what you are feeding your mind is what your mind is going to see. And what your mind is and sees is where your mind is always going to go. It's where your focus is always going to go. It's where your life is going to go. It's where your your life is going to evolve into. It's how your life's going to evolve. 
I was, I was, I saw there was this apartment. If you, and I was looking in these apartments, and if you ever, it was these weird patterns. I've never talked this long. I'm, I've never talked this long. It's crazy, but these patterns I've noticed. But I'm almost done because I've never wanted to go past an hour. There was a, a car I was driving. It was a car. And I looked down and I had a, a soda, a drink in the, uh, it was something small in the cup holder. And I drove off and the whole cup flipped over. And I'm like, darn it. Luckily, it didn't spill that much. And I put the cup in a cup holder. And I'm like, what is the point of this tiny cup holder in this car? You know, it was just, it was annoying. Then I tried to open up the guest. It was a weird, complicated thing to open up the gas cap. And I'm like, what the heck is this? There were just these inconveniences in this car that I was driving. It was annoying. And I'm just like, I don't get the point of this. And then I looked at an apartment a while back. And then I was like, how much is this apartment? You know what? These amenities, it looks nice. It looks clean. They're like, oh, it's this much money. It's over a thousand I'm like, why? I'm like, it's so simple, but it's so beautiful. Though it's it's a small place, but the aesthetics. And I'm just like, what is? And a part of my mind just I don't know shifted, and I was thinking about the car, and I was like, wait a minute. The car I was driving is an exotic car. It's a sports car. The cup holder is small because that's for smaller drinks. That's for drinks that are fit for occasions that you would take that car to, to a shop. Maybe a, a quick drink, a shot or something, you know. If you had a little drink, you could put it in the that cup holder. And I was like, oh, so that is actually for, like, wine, not wine glasses, but I think wine glasses, the small little cups. And I was like, oh, that makes sense why the cup didn't fit. It's not meant for driving. It's for driving around. It's meant for, you know, showing off. And people who show off have a certain formula or chemistry about them. And the car is meant to help give or provide a space that allow these people to conveniently express what it is that they feel. And when they're in that car, those feelings can actually be expressed through the mechanics and the structure of the car. And I and I just like really thought about that hard. And then I thought about the apartment and I was like, the way that this apartment looks and the, 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 the price, it's like you have to be of a certain mindset or a certain status or certain frequently a certain a certain frequency mentally to be able to buy a place like this to properly maintain it and i'm like oh snap there there are formulas there are patterns that you follow in life and when you are a certain way when you program your mind to be a certain way and your mind evolves then you start fitting certain circumstances, certain lifestyles. And your lifestyle begins to fit what it is you are becoming, 
who it is you're becoming, what you allow yourself to be, is your lifestyle is always going to reflect that exact thing. You cannot, you can never be trapped in life unless you are a trapped in, unless you're trapped inside. Like, you have to let that part of yourself out. You have to express it. Just let it all go. And then when you do that, then life will be like, oh, snap, you got energy that has nowhere to go. So us, life is going to provide you with opportunities and circumstances that will allow, that will fit what it is that you're throwing out there. As you give yourself permission to express parts of yourself and open up parts of yourself, then the world will provide you with opportunities and things that will help maintain that. Um, I feel, I guess someone is going to listen to this because I feel a question like, um, uh, you know, there something about the opportunities, but, um, yeah, anyway, um, yeah, so, so yeah, you fill your mind with stuff and the opportunities will come and then that's when you have to allow yourself to, to be like, okay, I can do this, um. Uh, but yeah, as you start to get to those new levels and then you sometimes have oppressive people that will or circumstances or people that will come and say, oh, wait a minute, you don't need that. You need to go this way. That's this is what you need. You know, it's like, no, you need to follow your heart. You need to follow what you feel is right. What you feel you need, because only you know what you truly need. Um. Anyway, uh, so, um, yeah, so when you do start evolving in that sense, when you do start opening up and saying, I'm ready, to, I'm moving forward, I've given myself permission to move forward, and I have a, you know, proper way of doing it, then, um, um, follow your heart. And you'll be fine. You'll be good. Just as long as you're true to your heart. And, um, you know, sometimes you, when it comes to more of your personal life and where it is you want to go, there's less of a resistance in some area, in most areas. Because when you, because a lot of the times we hold ourselves back. So a lot of times we are our own worst enemy. I don't know who I'm talking to, but um, we are our own worst enemy. So once we learn to get past that part of ourselves then we've technically beaten the enemy holding us back so therefore the oppressive side doesn't always just show up and they're like wait a minute now that you've awakened now we're going to derail you no it's because the enemies that are going to be you know oppressive or it's going to be internal uh, I don't. I don't think it's ever going to be both. It's very rare that it is both because when I when I say um, external, I mean like uh, an, an oppressive force. Sometimes there's an oppressive global force that hits us spiritually, but then there's also um, an internal struggle. But sometimes we'll have a person in our life that manifests or represents an internal struggle. So. Yeah, there is an external and internal thing battle going on, but a lot of times 
the internal battle is once we've overcome the enemy within, then the enemy without doesn't exist. The enemy without does not, cannot hurt us. Okay, um, all right, so closing this out, um, this spiritual warfare is very complex, and all I can say is, hey, they are attacking you. They're, they want you to be controversial. They want you to fight each other and throw everything in a person in a in a in a political light. They want you to debate and argue with each other. They want you to fight each other. They feed off that. That is how they make their money. That is how they stay relevant. And that's how they destroy your life. And that is how they are dragging this world down. It's how they're dragging all of us into darker timelines. The world does not have to be a dark place. It can be a place of light. It is a place of light. It's just our perspective of it. Just be careful what you feed your mind. And, you know, feed your mind some good things. And when I say good things, feed your mind things that help you stay tuned with who you really are and with where it is you're trying to go. Sometimes the dark night of the soul hits and we face our demons head on. That's just a cycle of life. There's always a moon and there's always a sun. That's just how it goes. Anyway, I'm, as much fun as I'm having, I actually don't know what time it is. My clock is stuck at 3.37. It is 4.55. And I have work today. Anyway, thank you. For, thank you for listening. And yeah, I have a lot of work today. I got a lot of, uh, I've got a lot of things to do, a lot of people to help, a lot of things to edit and record. I've got a lot of work. And yeah, just helping the world out. So thank you for whoever listened to this whole thing. I do the best with what you got. And, you know, I'll be recording more. Hopefully once a week, but I don't want to say that because the moment I say something, I never do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but do the best with what you got and just stay focused on what it is that makes you enjoy life and makes you happy. Um, don't let any life circumstance hold you back from what it is you're trying to where it is you're trying to go or who it is you're trying to be. Once again, do the best with what you got and have a great stay or night. Have a great life.